Six. The cult members drank the wine, drank the punch made from powdered Gatorade and enough nootropics and maca root to drive their brains to the level of understanding required to grok their leader's transmissions coming across the wire. He'd reverse-engineered enough of the alien language to start deciphering their technology, their intentions, their plans to jam the gateways and flood the system with the mimetic viruses required to overthrow the systems of life on their cursed third rock. Someday soon, it would all click. The overloaded circuits of communication filling with their impersonated informational packets. The word. The message sidestepping the usual channels and surging through humanity. The others had tried. The shaved head, Nike-shoed, Jesus-preaching, Kool-Aid-swigging utopian societies. The underage, crazed, multiple-wife messiahs high on power and hell-bent on full-auto armories and standoff-proof compounds, hoarding supplies for a rapture that would never come. The most successful ragtag band of culture jammers wrote a book about some undead prophet, a son of God turning water to wine that loved everyone and eventually turned them to hate anyone unlike them, all brown-skinned false prophets and coveted neighbors who didn't support their overblown cult. Centuries of mimetic translation before the written word captured the distorted message preserved some warped version of the original jammed prophecy, but not pure enough to lead the humans to the methods needed for recolonization upon return of the master race of pioneers. They'd strayed too far. But now the leader, stuck in the Sacramento airport with a one-bar Wi-Fi signal and no-return ticket, would slowly eat at the code and discover the needed keys and ciphers that would call back their legacy, destroy the false cultures, and unite the remaining descendants with the universe beyond the tiny dot they thought was the center of eternity, really just a distant off-lot from the real world. He camped out in the airport, under a table in a little fake deli restaurant, a tiny corner of a concourse, dressed up to look like a plastic Irish pub. White-haired empty nesters with fanny packs and gigantic ten-generation-old smartphones from the dawn of time, read Tom Clancy novels and clicked on grainy pictures of their grandkids, trying to sublimate by proxy, clasping onto the miracle of reproduction that happened fifty times a second, like it was a unique event. They probably all had Facebook accounts, with the profile picture set to their grandkid taking a dump in the ball crawl at McDonald's. Their timelines would be nothing but shares of paranoid anti-Muslim Joel Osteen rants and disproved urban legends. Every creepy response to another status and all caps, I love you and Jesus does too, skeeving everyone involved. A little booth in Concourse B offered to build up a gold tooth grill, and a half dozen aspiring hip-hop artists stood in line, waiting for the Armenian dentist to custom-fit the hardware to their mouths before their flights left. He wasn't sure if the store did swift business because everyone was so bored in the concourse, listening to some news bitch on CNN shriek about missing children in Florida, or if the TSA wantonly seized jewelry at the security points, and it was important for these guys to get replacements right away. He could imagine the difficulty of getting good custom grill work done if you flew to Little Cow, Arkansas, or some one stoplight city in Minnesota that didn't have a conventional dentist, let alone one in the latest cosmetic procedures. The dentist guy also did vampire fangs and hollowed out teeth for CIA poison pill storage, although his rates were roughly double what a dude in town would charge. He considered shoplifting some liquid tooth whitener to mix with orange juice and chug while waiting for the flight 
but wondered if the freaky low-power airport fluorescent light stripped away all the potency of the peroxide solution. His improvised bivouac, a tent made from dirty laundry and complimentary airline blankets you could get for free for filling out an application for an airline credit card, shielded him from the horrors of humanity. He madly typed on his laptop, demented instructions of death and manic tomes of subterfuge, spooling from his mind to the silver machine grabbing power from a hidden power outlet on the floor, originally designed to feed a block of kiosk machines selling $8 Cokes to wayward travelers. The weak bootleg Wi-Fi signal shot bits into space, updating the cult followers on the mad prophecies of the master as he waited for an opportunity to mine enough bitcoins or scam enough online donations to catch a flight back to the desert.